Hey everyone, this is Reverend Dr. Paul Gibson. Welcome to today's Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family podcast, where we are going to be continuing to talk about uh, the family blame game. On our last podcast, we looked at the idea of triangulation. What does it mean to involve a third will into your marriage relationship, especially when it comes to conflict? Well, today we're going to look at blame and projection. How uh, do blame and projection play out in our marriages? The first thing that I want you to do uh, is to think on the Garden of Eden. Uh, I mentioned this um, in a few podcasts back in regards to uh, how and what the Garden of Eden teaches us in regards to marriage. And one of the things that I encourage you to remember is that um, after Adam and Eve disobeyed the Lord and sin entered the world, uh, neither Adam nor Eve took personal responsibility for their actions. Instead, they blamed each other. Adam blamed Eve, and Eve blamed the serpent. And in some ways, uh, both Adam and Eve even blamed the Lord. So instead of taking personal responsibility for their own actions, they projected blame onto each other and onto the Lord. So let me... Um, encourage you to know that um, when we're talking through blame and projection, um, here's what it looks like. Uh, Blame and projection uh, is not taking responsibility uh, for your own actions while also blaming another for those same actions. Again, blame or projection is not taking responsibility for your own actions while also blaming another for those same actions. Uh, So here's an example. Let's say something goes wrong in your marriage um, and Let's say you did something wrong. Uh, Your wife wanted you to do the dishes the night before and you didn't. Uh, You wake up the next morning, you realize that you should have done the dishes, but you didn't. Your wife comes in and says, hey, honey, I asked you to do the dishes. Why didn't uh, you do the dishes last night? Um, Blame or projection would look like this. Well, honey, um, I understand that you asked me to do the dishes last night, uh, but you easily could have done them yourself. Uh, Again, that is projecting blame onto your wife for something that she asked you to do. Um, And I see this sometimes in counseling situations, not over the dishes, but uh, a couple will come in for counseling, and we're getting to or trying to get to the point to where we're working on a root issue in their marriage, and I hear the words, you and you are a lot. Uh, So, for instance, if you're in a conversation with your spouse and you hear yourself saying, it's your fault, or if you would have done this, um, you're projecting blame. Uh, You're uh, projecting responsibility onto the other person instead of taking responsibility for what you can control. And that's a problem when it comes to blame and projection. We spend a lot of time focusing on the faults of another person, and we lose the ability to control what we can control most of all, and those are our own actions and our own thoughts. So if you find yourself in an argument with your spouse, uh, and you hear yourself saying words like, it's not my fault, or if you would have done this better, you're the one that caused uh, this, uh, you're projecting blame. The um, opposite of saying you and your is using I language. So, for instance, going back to the uh, dishes analogy, instead of saying, well, honey, you could have done the dishes, the proper thing would be to say, you're right. I heard you ask me last night to do the dishes. I did not do the dishes, and I'm sorry. That's taking very uh, personal responsibility. So instead of projecting blame, uh, you're sincerely saying, honey, I know I did something wrong, and I'm sorry. It goes back to confession and repentance, which we talk about often here at Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family. Now, there are two major issues when it comes to blame and projection, and I've already addressed those, but I want to say them more specifically. The first major issue with blame and projection is that you give power to the other spouse. So, for instance, let's say that your spouse has done something and you feel hurt by it. Um, 
if you go to confront that spouse and you say, you hurt me, uh, I really didn't like the fact that um, uh, you didn't listen to me last night, uh, you're, 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 you're not paying attention to me, those may all be true. But with the you and the your language, you're focusing a lot on your spouse and you're giving your spouse a lot of power. In other words, by focusing on them, the second thing that is a major issue is you're, you're losing control of the fact that you can't control yourself. So if you're focusing on the spouse, your spouse all the time, you're giving your spouse a tremendous amount of power and you're also losing sight of what you can't control the most, uh, and that is yourself. Think back to Jesus' words in the gospel when he says um, to pay attention to, to uh, the log in our own eye before we pay attention to the little speck in our brother or sister's eyes. Um, as we think about blame and projection, a few questions that I want to leave you with today uh, is do you see any major patterns of blame and projection in your family of origin? Do you see uh, that you blame or that you project uh, issues onto your spouse? Um, do you practice blame and projection now? Um, if you do, uh, if you find your marriage full of blame and projection and even triangulation, the question is, how do we fix it? Uh, well, the first thing that I want us to know, and we've talked about this multiple times at Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family, is we are to practice the biblical tools of confession, prayer, repentance, and forgiveness. If you want to know more about those, I encourage you to go back uh, to, the, to some of the past Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family podcasts and, and, and hear the lessons on confession, prayer, repent, and forgiveness. But in regards to triangulation and blame and projection, ask yourself, what patterns of blame and triangulation need to be confessed, prayed for, repented of, and forgiven within your marriage? And again, focus on what you can control yourself, which is what patterns do you need to confess, pray for, repent of when it comes to blame, projection, and triangulation. And then if your spouse comes to you and confesses blame or confesses projection uh, or Uh, confesses triangulation, then you are biblically called to do the hard work of forgiveness. Now, we're going to talk a little bit more um, next week in regards to uh, what uh, or how can we handle triangulation, blame, and projection in our marriages. And we're going to spend a lot of time next week looking at getting in touch with our emotions and learning what I think are the two most important words in a marriage, uh, which are I need. But for now, be thinking through and praying through Do you practice blame and projection and triangulation in your marriage? And if you do, how do you need to confess that? How do you need to pray for that? How do you need to repent for that? And then if your spouse confesses um, and repents to you, what do you need to forgive? Or how can you forgive that spouse of triangulation and blame and projection? Um, I'm going to have a special podcast tomorrow. Um, I am uh, an author for startmarriageright.com. And there's an article that's going to be released in a few weeks um, on helping um, brides-to-be prepare uh, for their marriages in regards to interacting with their mothers. So uh, tune in tomorrow. It's going to be a fun podcast. And the next week, we're actually going to take a week off uh, because myself, along with a few others from the church I serve at, will be in Puerto Rico on a mission trip. We'd encourage you to be praying for that. If you have any questions, you can email me at RevDrPaulGibson at gmail.com. This is Paul Gibson with the Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family Podcast. We pray that your marriages are healthy so that your families are healthy. You guys have a good day.